The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Okay. I'm so happy, so happy to be with you. So this uh, week, I've been um, reflecting about um, the great women disciples of the Buddha. We started yesterday with um, um, Patichara, so uh, someone who we feel um, uh, I guess some kind of I feel some kind of affinity with. And today uh, I brought another uh, great disciple of uh, women, a woman disciple of the Buddha. And she's very different uh, from uh, Patichara. And her name is Bada Kundalakisa. Uh, not particularly um, well-known, maybe, in our scene, um, but I found her story uh, quite interesting, maybe fun. And so I thought I'd bring someone who's a little different today. And so um, Bada uh, is this woman's um, birth name. Um, Bada was also uh, born out of uh, somewhat of a wealthy family. And um, this part of the story may be a little similar to Patachara. Uh, when she was young, um, she fell in love with um, uh, a thief, maybe very attractive thief. <laughs> and... Um, and she was uh, said to be quite attractive as well. So she fell in love with a thief, a Brahmin thief. And she insisted to marry the thief. And uh, even though out of a lot of despair, the parents, I guess, uh, she's very stubborn. And so they decided, okay, all right. And so they did get married. Um, but... After not very long after the marriage, um, the thief husband has stealing habit. And so this came up again. And so uh, he's been scheming to try to uh, steal all of the jewelries and valuables from the from Bada. And, um, Bada probably didn't realize this would happen, uh, even though they married into kind of a well-to-do fam- family. There's no need to, to do that. Um, so she didn't think this would happen. But one day, um, the young man um, decided to, to take uh, Bada uh, out to a top of the mountain. And uh, his um, scheme was... You know, he's going to rob all the jewelries off uh, Bada and then push her down the mountain uh, to kill her. And uh, she didn't realize that. And uh, so they went to the top of the mountain. 
Um, but she's a very smart young lady. When they got to the top of the mountain, she realized something wasn't right. And she realized uh, that her husband was going to murder her. And so she, uh, she was quite smart. Uh, she um, got to the edge of the mountain. And just before um, she handed off all the jewelries to her husband, she pushed him down the mountain and killed her husband. This all happened to kind of such a, in a short few minutes. And that was a shocking. She didn't expect that she would kill anybody and let alone her, her own husband. And so this was too much. Uh, she didn't know how to hold this. And the burden of killing someone was way too much. And so she felt like she couldn't go back to her lay life anymore. And she couldn't go back to her family. So she decided uh, the only way she might find um, peace was to join a spiritual community. And so um, she became a wandering ascetic. And so in those days, there is this wandering ascetic order called the, the Jains. Um, then, um, and this is still alive in India and this tradition. And so uh, she became a wandering ascetic uh, in this order. And it was said, uh, because this is an ascetic um, order, so people lived in ways that may be um, kind of challenging. And when she first got ordained into this um, order, uh, she actually pulled all her hair from the root. Um, as the new hair grew, um, they were very curly. So this word uh, that she's known, Kundalakisa, means curly hair. And so she's known as the Bada Kundalakisa. Um, who had a very curly hair. As a very intelligent a woman, um, uh, she spent the next 50 years or so wandering around the country as an ascetic and visiting all the spiritual leaders, uh, learned about the philosophies and um, gained a lot of knowledge. In those days, uh, when one gains knowledge and um, they uh, will begin to engage in debates. And so uh, she was uh, very well known. Apparently, she won a lot of debates. And so she became uh, kind of in some way uh, uh, a spiritual leader in that um, she's knowledgeable and was able to conduct a lot of debates and was able to win a lot of debates. Now, one day, she was wandering around a place and that the Buddha, uh, Buddhist community uh, was staying. And um, she met Sariputta. Sariputta was a, a 
a chief disciple of um, the Buddha, who uh, was known to have a very analytical mind. Very, um, uh, I guess it also means that he's probably good at debates too. And so, um, Bada and Sariputta got into a debate. And during this debate, um, Bada Kundalakisa asked all the questions um, to Sariputta, and Sariputta was able to answer all of them. And she ran out of questions to ask in the end. And uh, this was kind of unheard for her. And so she, she didn't know what to do. And Sariputta decided, I'm going to ask her a question. And so Sariputta asked her this question. What is the one? Suppose this is one of those kind of um, quite maybe philosophical and abstract question. And um, uh, Bata Kundalakisa knew somehow, uh, you know, she, she does have this uh, kind of a sense that she knew the standard answer, like the God, the infinite, the Brahma, just wouldn't cut it. But she didn't know how to answer it. She didn't have the answer. And yet through this question, she had a sense that Sariputta might be the one who knows. And because at this time, it's clear that even with all this 50 years of wandering around, being famous and uh, able to debate a lot of people, she still hasn't really found complete peace in her heart. So she asked Sariputta whether Sariputta would be her teacher. Uh, Sariputta pointed her to the Buddha instead. And so she went to see the Buddha, and the Buddha preached the Dhamma to her. In the uh, recount of uh, this part of the story in the Legends of the Terries, uh, that I began to read yesterday, uh, the Bada uh, Kundalakisa said this, Buddha preached Dharma to me, the aggregates, the sense fields, and elements. The Buddha taught unpleasantness, impermanence, dukkha, and not-self. It was said that um, Bada just like the other wandering ascetic uh, uh, that's known as a Bahia, who was the foremost among the monks, uh, who was able to get to the Buddhist teachings very quickly. And she was the foremost among the female disciples with the same kind of quality. So just with this teaching, she was able to understand something deeply and very quickly. And at the end of this encounter with the Buddha, uh, the Buddha concluded 
their conversation with this verses. And he said, Though a thousand verses are made of meaningless lines, better the single meaningful line be heard by which one is at peace. So that was the end of Kundalakisa's debate career. And she realized with all this knowledge she had and all these debates that she engaged in, those are really not that meaningful anymore. So she went forth to join the Buddha to become a disciple of the Buddha. And this teaching reminded me uh, that so often we can miss that the teaching of the Buddha are not found in the stacks of books, um, the analysis, debates, or incessant thinking about them, the concepts, the ideas, the stories that we tell ourselves. Instead, the teachings point at the immediacy of our lived experience here and now. The Dhamma is visible here and now, immediate, inviting to be seen for oneself, onward leading, and to be personally experienced by the wise. And so she recounted her awakening through these lines. Then, being fully ordained, this is into the uh, Buddhist monastic order, I saw a little bit of water cleaning my feet, discerning that some water splashed up, some spilled down. Then. At that time, I realized all conditioned things are like that. Then my heart was liberated altogether without cleaning. Then the Buddha dabbed me foremost of those with a quick intuition. I love this word intuition. It has a kind of rawness in it. It's not based on some kind of a speculative views, ideas. Each of us, being human, has this kind of intuitive capacity to know things simply, intimately, and deeply. And this is where Dharma becomes visible. And this kind of intuitive knowing is only possible when we drop out of the layers of concepts and ideas and all of our clingings to them. And may the Bada Kuntalkisa's story inspire us to live simply, immediately, 
with the rawness of our life here and now. Thank you, everyone, for your attention. And uh, we'll regroup tomorrow. Deep bows to you all.